Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The old Zoom. Second Jack, he's Rob Sacre. I'm Jack Ferris. It is the 1st of December, 2023. And Rob, I promise I will get the correct recording out the first go I, this time. All right. Now you need to get out of my mind. Literally, that was the first thing I was thinking about saying. I was like, Jack, are you gonna are you gonna fuck this up or what? It what was the, for like 27 hours, the wrong record was up and we recorded it. The the right one's up. So if you if you listen to it and gave up. And like walked away from that episode. Go back and listen to it because it's up and it's good and it's fun. Jack was feeling himself that day. I had a day, dude. I could yeah. You ain't fooling nobody over oh here. Oh my god! And then my Monday and Tuesday severed. I was getting uh, texts and DMs from people. Thank you for reaching out, especially you, Slim. Sorry we didn't reach back out. Um, and I just was ignoring him. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. And literally, Rob, it takes me a week. No, 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 to sit down and redo it, to bring, oh. to plug in the, the correct file, takes me like 45 seconds. But I just uh, ca- could not bring myself to do it. I, it was, I was that kind of hungover. It was a two-day it was It was like that? Dude, so like I said, I was doing manual labor, like moving big trees around for like, I mean, who am I talking you yeah, move trees around. Say, okay, I keep keep talking. Um, You're talking my language. Thirteen hours, you know, thirteen hours on my feet the whole time, just exhausted, exhausted, and the whole time I'm drinking Coors Lights. You know what I mean? So Isn't like, not the best. It it is the best until you have to wake up and do something the next day because then your your body's sore and then you have this hangover that you weren't expecting because I wasn't really I vividly remember the pod recording the podcast. I remember everything about the day. But I was still dealing with the negative side effects of having had 14 course right. lights in right. 14 right. hours. Um, so I got the worst of both worlds. But yeah, no, that podcast is up. Thank you again to Rob for staying up till 11 p.m. Ooh, for us. There was a struggle Monday. Monday was a struggle in the morning. And uh, and here we are. Yeah, of course, this is brought to you by betonline.ag. Dude, it's December. Man, I'm not ready. I We were just off air talking about like, it's almost 2024 and it's almost been four years since COVID almost been four years since COVID, but it feels like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. And I know we can, we're not going to beat a dead horse with the whole COVID thing, but uh, it feels like it was last year in a way. Oh, totally. No, it feels like, yeah, it feels like it was, it, this feels like it should be the end of 2021. It's so bizarre, man. Cause like kids adapt I don't think we were all, everyone was so worried about though, the development of kids and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Kids are fine. Kids are like, yeah, COVID was forever ago. Whereas like for adults, we're like, no, COVID was yesterday. What are you talking about? Right. I think it, I think it, I think it affected. I mean, I, maybe I'm talking out of turn because I would have hated to have been in high school or college for COVID. Probably worse for like senior you, year. No, you would have, I was going to say, you wouldn't have minded as a freshman or something, probably a sophomore. Of high so, school, yeah. yeah, sophomore in high school because freshman excited to be there. Like That's... as a freshman, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to be a freshman at school. My next school, blah blah blah. blah. So that would affect you more. But I a do... sophomore, sophomore and junior years is like when you expand your social circle, though. You know, like freshman, you have your core of like six or seven Group. dudes or yeah, whatever, yeah, and then true. like. You don't realize it, but like little by little, class by class, you start expanding your network. Anyway, neither here nor there. I, in the moment, I felt bad for those kids, but now those kids are like 
graduating or out of college and starting their lives. They're COVID, they're over COVID. They just they're they're past yeah. COVID, and we are still ling- we're still living in COVID. Like oh, COVID's adults COVID. are because it, it's affecting our adult lives. Still. Right. I lost money on this. My investment went to this. Right. Like this opportunity right. was lost. Blah blah blah. And we're like, poor me, poor me about it. And yeah, it's four years right. ago. It's time to grow up. Facts. <laughs> um, I had one of those mornings, Rob, where I was on a bunch of work calls, mm-hmm. and any of my coworkers who are listening, of course, I got the work done, but I also had so much time to prepare for this call for our zoom and boy, oh boy, do I have some numbers to throw your way. Ooh, but first stats, as you know, the holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid season form. Bet online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, or predictions. Bet online is the top sport for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just for the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today and uh, remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, A lot of people have had December 2nd 2023 circled on their calendars because that is the day the Zags will be in Vegas. Zags play a couple games a year in Vegas. I don't know if you know that Zags will be in Vegas to take on the university of Southern California Trojans preseason. Brawny. Brawny. Brawny was cleared to practice yesterday. Mm -hmm. Who knows? He might be dressed, uh, but cleared to practice for the first time yesterday. I hope he plays, man. I think he's going to, um, although that just scares the hell out of me. Um, Why? Because I don't want to watch a kid collapse and die on a court. I don't think he's going to collapse and die I, on a court. Do you? Do you? No, I don't think you can. That. Can you Can you say you know he's not going to? I think he'll be fine, man. I think he'll be just fine. Honestly. Honestly, I think... Yeah, he had a card. That's wild that he had a cardiac arrest. We can go down that road another day. Um, but a, uh, I think he's cleared to go. I think it, it'll be a fun thing. Probably LeBron will show up to the game. I don't know. know if I don't know if LeBron will. Let's see. Let's look at the. He Lakers just came game. out and said he'll miss Laker games to go watch Bron. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is Bron. Like I don't know, like or whether miss- Bronny will play. I don't know if Bronny's going to play, and I don't know, like, I, I'm i sure uh, LeBron will make some big, huge show about sitting out a game to, to drive across town to go to USC, to USC yeah. game. I don't think he's going to Vegas, but I don't know. I'm not LeBron James. Vegas is like, Vegas is like just driving down the street I know, to USC to this yeah, guy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Los Angeles Lakers schedule. Where are they? I hope he goes. I hope he goes, and I hope the Zags win by thirty. I hate that guy. Um, I know tomorrow though he makes it so. The problem with LeBron, and I hate to bring this up, and problem with him is the the extracurricular stuff of like yeah, all stupid. the look at me, the look drama. at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drive, but 
the what balances it out is the shit he does on the court is it, it, it like no one else can do and it just drives you insane i just I, we've talked about this a little bit before last year when he broke chet's ankle so i don't want to relitigate all my anti lebron hate or my lebron hate right anti lebron sentiments but um he i am appalled at the people around him who say oh you want to post you want to do Taco Tuesday in like a quasi racist Hispanic voice and try to like trademark Taco Tuesday. That's a great idea, LeBron. People are going to love it. Um, <laughs> that's just, it's just so stupid. He tried to trademark Taco Tuesday. Like he, it's him. No. Yes. yes. No, he tried to buy that. That he tried to claim that it was his and like, yeah. 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 No, that's yeah, like some that, George Soros shit. It's so stupid, dude. It's like you don't have enough. You don't need to own Taco Tuesday because, like, for six straight weeks, you post it on Instagram, Taco Tuesday. No. And your kids do. Oh, you didn't know this? No. The I did asshole. not know that. LeBron's a fucking asshole. Sorry for swearing. Um, right. Yeah, like, our listeners care about that. So, yeah, tomorrow they're at home against the Rockets, so I don't think we can expect no. uh, Braun Braun at the game. So, sad. Um I, we, it'll be exciting though. This game will be a good test. I think they're a good team. They're well coached. I think that coach is really good. Yeah, I like the Enfield. Yeah, um, yeah, he's just kind of been there. Andy Enfield. Always, he's been like, there for a minute. Uh, for he's been there like a decade. Yeah, he always does enough just for people to be like, all right, yeah, USC's okay. I feel like sometimes he's he's he underachieves for yeah. yeah no i get that i he feel did. you on that he's like an all-time great cover guy though like he may not win all the games but when he's do- that's like is he the one with the wife that's a supermodel yes he was okay. he was he was on wall street for a minute and then gave that up to coach and then he got his first head coaching job at florida gulf Go- state yeah gulf florida gulf coast and they and went then, to the sweet 16 as like a no final season. four no they did not Yes, no, they, they did. They did not go to the – they went to the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. I, I thought they went to the Final Four based on – They did not. That's how he got that SC job. I thought that is how – that's definitely how he got the SC job. It was coming off that, but they, he just went to the Sweet 16. Um, Florida Gulf Coast Basketball Wikipedia. Didn't they go? No, they went to the Sweet 16. But you know how those – you know how the tournament is. You make so much noise. Right, right. You went, they won two games, and it was very exciting. I think they, they'd be like Georgetown or something. They were super athletic. Um, Yeah, they made the Sweet 16 in 2013. That is the furthest they've ever been in the tournament. He's been there So he's been there literally a decade now. Literally a decade. Yeah, this is his 10th season or something like that, however wow. that works out. Yeah, because he he's left. good. He left in April. Yeah, so a couple of contracts. Good for him. Got a hot wife. Great. Lives in LA. Um, <laughs> preseason, they were definitely ranked. I don't know where they were, but their backcourt was lauded as I think they were. Vo- I, I remember seeing somewhere that they were oh, the, one of the top ones. Yeah, the top backcourt. I've I think yeah, one of the. He always gets the top recruiting class. He's always that's. that's but I, that's what I. That's what I mean in terms of like he's done. You think he's a great coach, and he's an okay. I think he's underachieved with some of the talent he's had. For sure, but now they have money coming in from SC. That's the difference. That's why he can stay there. He has that SC money. Um, their guys Boogie Ellis and Isaiah Collier, uh, 
averaging 21.5 and 17.7 points per game. So they've got two really good guards. Their third best player, guess what, is a guard, Kobe Johnson, uh, averaging 14.2 points per game. Before we get into USC, let's talk about Zags. What do you say? I honestly think we're where we should be right now. Okay. No, you, I don't. You... I I think we're we're still developing our identity as a team. I don't know what our real identity is yet. Like, okay, I can't tell that against Bakersfield, but I'm still Anton. He's been playing great. You know what I mean? So Anton's, Anton's been the MVP by a mile for sure. Yes, and he he's now starting to really show his his game. So good on him but i don't know exactly what our or what our identity is is it our guards like you said if our guards aren't scoring what are where are we i yeah let's 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 go big picture if i were to tell you the zag scored 83 points per game where would you say that ranks among the probably number one 300 or so college basketball teams Pro, i would say probably in the top Probably top ten. Incorrect. We are forty fifth in the country. No way. Eighty three. We're scoring that much now. Arizona's number one with ninety five points per game. Alabama's number two with ninety four points per game. So we are in the top fifty. We're on the front page, the first of like six pages when you go to NC two A basketball stats. So that's good, not great. You can't. I mean. Good, not no, great. You can't, but we also had the number one score in the country last year too. So, like, it's not a crazy drop off. Field goal percentage. If I were to tell you we were shooting forty nine point six points per game, where would you think that ranks nationally? Um, like forty fifth, <laughs> uh, closer twenty ninth. 49.6 per game, or sorry, 49.6 percentage, shooting percentage from the floor is good enough for 29th. Number one in the nation is Kansas at 53%. Um, this is where we run into trouble. Assist to turnover ratio. Number one in the nation is actually Kentucky, which surprised me. Kentucky is plus 2.56. So for it's one turnover for every 2.56 assists. Pretty good. Where would you say Gonzaga is? I, I'm not going to keep making you guess. This is brutal. Gonzaga it is, is brutal. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just setting you up for failure. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Gonzaga is plus 1.18. So they're almost, it's 87 assists, 74 turnovers. So almost a one-to-one ratio. That's not going to win you games. Yeah, uh, that tough. is good enough for 141st in the nation. Damn. Yeah, dude. It's not good. It's a problem. More, we need more, and I think a lot of that can be attributed to a lot, of, like like all these guys are playing with each other for the first time in real games. That's that's the thing. That's what's that is what it's going to be difficult throughout the the rest of college basketball. So it be yeah. How do you get those guys all one and one guys one year guys to all click? Yeah. So I think, and again, that's kind of what Adam was talking about last month. It's like the money feels good and it's always like, Oh, look, this player on paper is really good. If I just mix them together, it's going to be a great team. It's like, no, because culture matters, like playing with guys, like all that stuff matters. 
It spending does. time with each other matters. Knowing personalities, ticks, yeah. when guys need to shoot, when guys don't have to shoot, all that stuff matters. Um, so hopefully that comes with time. But right now that is not good enough. 1.18, uh, 87 assists to 74 turnovers. How about defense? Zags are giving up 64.7 points per game. Not terrible. That's good enough for 61st in the nation. Not bad. Number one is Houston, who's giving up less than 50 a game, 49 points per game. Virginia, obviously, number two, 52.9 points per game. Checking in at number five is UCLA uh, with 57.9 points per game. What did we what did we drop on UCLA, Gonzaga, UCLA? Oh, yeah, nice. we, dropped, we dropped 69 on them. Sorry, dorks. Um, you know, again, there's a lot of building we got to do, but then once we get to league, I think that's when we always, like, we always talk about these stats and we get to league, then it's like our stats start to just like the crazy incline. It's a crazy incline in that, but I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I like where we're at. Uh, I think this is another great test for us against SC. Uh, they're going to be long, athletic. Uh, they're going to be able to play. And I, I don't know. I'm not too concerned at all. The turnovers definitely concern me. And I'll get, I'll, in a little bit, I'll expand on what concerns me more. But like, no, dude, I'm not. We lost to Purdue. No. Purdue's a solid basketball team. Exactly. Um, we handled business against a really tough UCLA team that hates us. I mean, UCLA despises us. And the score got too close. We won. I mean, sorry to all the gamblers out there. The score got too close. But like, and never during that game that I think we were going to lose. Right. You know, and and I people are thinking, whoa, you what are you talking about? You went by four points. Yeah, but if you watch the game, we just kind of like we're hemorrhaging towards the end, which is what we always do when we. Have I think if there was five more minutes, it wouldn't have been fun. It, but if, no, no, no. But here's the thing: if it was five more minutes, we would have been playing different basketball. For, that's for true. You're you right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so, that's how it, does so it. is that a test? To them playing harder or us coming and relaxing when we have a lead. I few always does this, man. And any gambler on few knows this. If you have like a 12 point lead with <laughs> he never adjusts. Dude, he, he doesn't never... he does not give a shit about the spread. He is happy to just like slowly bleed out if the other team's gonna bleed out faster than us. You know what I mean? Right. He will trade twos and threes as long as it's taken time off the clock, which it's great if you're looking for overall wins. Bad if you're looking to gamble on the Zach. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, no. So I, I was excited because, like, before uh, Maui was – or Honolulu. Before Hawaii, it was way too early to pull numbers and, like, really look at them because no one had right. played anybody. Now that everyone's gone through the Thanksgiving um, games and everyone's played, like, their fun out-of-conference games, these numbers are a little bit more telling and will continue to – be telling as December progresses. Um, let's talk about the Zags individual numbers. What do you say? All right, let's go. Uh, like we, we we sang his praises. Anton Watson, 15.7 points per game, 8.8 rebounds, and like big buckets when we need them. Just like I never thought he's our leader. Dude, he's our leader. And he's, he's like our a leader. He's like a competent leader. He's like a yes. strong leader, which is crazy. Because pre-COVID, we were killing him for his Agreed. bad well, body not language. Pre, not pre, or like post, okay, right after, early in his career, year one and yeah. year two in his career, we were killing him. And I think a lot of that was because 
he was the chosen one, the Spokane native, the Jeep prep guy who had been around no, the program. No, no. Okay, not the almost, chosen one, but like no, the no, no, no. Guy. Here's what I say. He was Washington State Player of the Year yeah. nominee. That's not just Spokane. We're not talking. We're talking overall state player yeah. of the year. So that's where he has to put it in his mind that that's who I am, and I he needs to go back to that player again. He also he also joined like a Final Four caliber team, and like mm-hmm. so expectations were sky high. Whereas like if he went to Washington State, I'm sure he'd like fill up the stats right right um it, but we call it, those it, empty calories at schools that don't win empty calories yeah or looters i like bill simmons calls them looters i like Ooh, that i call like it that, fool's gold bad nba guys bad team guys that average like 28 a game on like shitty nba teams that's what i was trying to yeah. explain to i was trying to explain that to my high school guys i'm like you do not want people do not at the end of the day look at a guy who averages 40, but they look, on a shitty team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it, it, look at the the Warriors are a perfect – the Warriors get guys paid based on them. Guys are just in that role or whatever role they get, and they they learn how to win, except for fucking Jordan Poole. Yeah. I don't know what that guy's all about. And I except feel for the- bad. I don't need to hear from Kisberg about that guy. I need to know. Oh, I would love to hear from Corey about. Uh, I would Jordan love Poole. to I'm know sure what. Fucking hates him. Oh, man. Oh, God. But, anyways, I think if when Anton came into our team or came to the Zags, like you said, we are a Final Four caliber team. We really. The expectations were high. Yeah, expectations were high. You know, he, he had um, the the city of Spokane behind him, kind of deal. But it, also, he was playing alongside Drew Timmy, who's a walking bucket. So I get where he was like, as long as I rebound, I and give it to Drew, I don't have to do as much. That's maybe what it seemed like. And now he's like the perfect, like, because he's tough, dude. He's like tough, and his. Yeah, like I mean, we've said this a million times. So I'm gonna say it again. Earlier, when his body language, when he was like turning it over, that's bad. Like he turned it over and then like laxatively yeah, got back on, like roll his eye, like yeah. shoulders or something. It's like, dude, if you're gonna if you're gonna suck, at least hustle and like show Agreed. some show Agreed. some remorse. Absolutely. But, like, na- but now that he's like getting buckets and blocks and like big steals, now his demeanor is fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's like edgy. And I'm, I'm all about it. If you're winning, oh look at you! I, oh, I totally. Oh no, no, no! no I'm with you. No. I, he's yeah. playing at a high level, and I really, it, it, it's nice. It's good, and I'm, I'm excited for him. Like, keep it up, Anton. Do you know who's second in scoring? Nolan. Nolan Hickman is second in scoring with 13.5 points per game. Your thoughts on Nolan Hickman in this uh, true shooting guard role? He is a shooting guard in this. I, I, I think. Uh, him playing off the ball lets him kind of just focus on scoring, which is great. I, I think that's what we need. And um, from the games that I have watched, I don't think he's trying to play outside of his game. I don't think he's trying to do too much. He's, he's mm. play- Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm seeing it differently. Mm. My criticism. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Any, Go ahead. Any, no, that's really all I got, man. Honestly, uh, I think he's. I, I think he's all right. He's shown flashes of like, yes, that's the guy that I saw two years ago, 
not, like not the guy that looked like he was constipated coming up and down the court last year. Like, I mean that affectionately. Sometimes we all get backed up, but like he, he sometimes he felt the weight of the world on Hickman's shoulders, bringing the ball up and down the floor. Uh, and he's not in that role anymore. So I thought, I thought in times in Honolulu, he let the game come to him and he was great. And then other times I thought he just completely forced shit and the numbers bear that out. So his assist to turnover his assist to turnover ratio is in the negative. Two point two turnovers compared Yeah, you gotta to turn that around, player. Can't have that, dude. You cannot have that. Well, it just then all of a sudden, like if you if you wanna be um if you wanna get your shot off, like teams know, okay. Like force this guy to do. He won't pass. He won't pass. He'll turn it over before he'll pass. Yeah. Once you start getting rid of the ball, getting it out of your hands, then like now you now you're fucking with the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because now they're now they have to guess. That's get, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now you're, when they you're, guess, then when they guess, they're gonna guess prematurely. They're gonna make a mistake. One, yeah. and that's when yeah. you can play. That's yeah. when you. But if he's gonna be in that negative, oh man, I would just send a defense. Just hey, he's gonna shoot every time for sure. And I, I think like in moments, in moments when we're just kind of flowing and it's early in the game, and there's not a lot of pressure. He looks great, but like. I point to the when asses end. get tight. Is yeah, that the end in? the end of the first half against Purdue. We had an opportunity. We had the lead. We were up like two or three. We had the lead. We had the opportunity to like hold and get like a solid five or six point lead. And he rushed it completely, turned it over. He passed it to nobody. And like think, I don't know if they scored on the other end, but it was completely blown opportunity for no reason. Like you'd rather have like a missed deep three than what he did. Um, right. Um, okay, that's my that's my gripe with Nolan. I think he should just continue to chill out. Uh, number three is Graham Ike with 13.3 points per game. Oh, real quick before we keep going. One thing that's been awesome about Nolan is he's shooting 90% from the line. Hell yeah, Nolan. Keep doing that. Because uh, everyone else has been less than stellar at the line. Anton Watson, under 50%, 47%. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't be, and, and, and people don't realize how crucial free throws are in in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, like games are won and lost by free throws. Yeah, I, you look at these. Look at these score. Look at the scores of these games. Like we beat UCLA by four. Look at all the missed free throws. Like we we could have easily won by twelve. How many uh, did we have that game? Or is it up or no? Up. I can pull it up. I can pull it up. Oh, look at we got fire up the stats here. Jack's on it. Stats. Free throws. Zags were 17 of 29. We lost, we missed 12 free throws. We let we won by four. We shot yeah. 58% from the line. So yeah, we if we met if we make four more of those, eight point game. Right. We cover, everyone's happy, and that looks like <laughs> kind of like a sneaky blowout. But we no, cover. But no. Um okay. Graham EK. General I think, I think he's been solid, man. Yeah, he's been dude, hell yeah. He, I, I agree. I'm not I'm I have no real criticism. You got got screwed over in the UCLA game. Shit happens. Let's get on to the next. You've been playing great. The, I don't I don't judge you on any of your you played a seven five mammoth of a human being uh against Edie. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you're doing everything Gonzaga's asked. I, I'm yeah. I'm happy with him. I think he's been awesome, and I think he's just good. You know, he's a month into his Gonzaga career. He'll Correct. like he's he'll he'll settle in. I'm sure like everything's new to him, and not the cold weather because he came from Wyoming. But um, in yeah, I, I I think as the season progresses, he's gonna his numbers are just gonna get better. Thirteen point three points per game. 7.7 rebounds, so he's second on the team in rebounds, as expected. Um, and he's doing all that in 22 minutes. Right. He's the first guy off the floor every time. So pretty solid stuff out of Graham UK. Number four is Ryan Nemhard with 13 points per game. I was going to say, I thought it was going to be Huffy. Uh, he's next, and boy, do I have glowing words for Brandon, Braden Huff. Oh, man. Huffy. So Nef- um, Nemhard first. Nemhard first. Nemhard, honestly, I uh, I think it's always, especially in I, I don't know, I can't speak on this really, but um, it must always be hard to be in your big brother's shadow. I and mean, I'm sure he's always yeah. done that. Yeah. I and also I, think, yeah, go ahead. I, and so that being said, I think like we all expect him to be the the his brother, and that that to me is where it's always complicated and fuzzy. Like he's he's not. So, um, I think he's doing well. Obviously, we're expecting we want more as a Zag community. We always like, come on, we need more from me. But I think he's doing solid, getting guys set up and everything. Yeah, I do think, you know, and and I did I certainly did this. I think he was lauded as like the savior of Gonzaga basketball, kind of take us back to where we need to be in terms of like a steady hand right. every possession. And I think like that's a lot of stress. I don't care how old you are, how many games you have under your belt. Like he was awesome on Creighton and he has been solid with us. I think he can improve tremendously. One area of improvement, Rob, for Ryan Nemhard, hmm. shooting beyond the arc. He is under 20%. He's shooting 19% from three. Damn. Yeah, that's not good. I shot better than that in my that career. Is, literally everyone else on the team is shooting better than him. Not good for your point card. And I get it. He's shooting. He's a volume guy, but like not that much volume. <laughs> 19. What are 19% you? from three. So yeah, I mean, gym. there's like, there's pros and cons. I mean, look, we're looking at like this. We could pick apart anybody if we really right. want to, but right. like, this is just kind of a good idea as to how, where Nemhard can improve. You no, know, I'm happy with how he's kind of just getting everybody in their roles, you know, finding the, finding the guy, finding the right guy to get open. Yeah. He's, He's going to be just fine for us. Oh no, yeah. I have I have again. I feel very right. good about this Gonzaga basketball team. Significantly better than I did a year ago. So that's all well and good. Um number so I've I've listed four guys, right? The fifth guy in scoring for the Zags is not a starter. It's Braden Huff. Huffy. Braden Huff, Rob is averaging 11.5 points per game in 15 minutes a game. No, it's impressive. No, it's he's, cr- that's, uh, that's, uh, he's he, I think he is uh, a diamond in the rough, honestly. I didn't I didn't know who, what he was going to be like and man, keep it up. 
uh, whatever, whatever Wheaties you're eating in the morning, keep it going. Um, I think he's going to be a, a great college player. There is always, especially in college basketball, there's always a significant drop off when the third big comes on the floor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now we can like dump it down, dump it down low. They're like exposed offensively, whatever. Brayden Huff, like, is a jolt of energy when he comes off the floor or when he comes off the bench onto the floor. I, I have been, he's my favorite tag. If, if you're averaging close to your minutes per game and you're getting significant you can't minutes ask for anything and else. scoring, that's insane. Right. Right. I mean, like he's, he's taking the shots that are coming to, he's not forcing anything. Um, is he, I, I, is he our best three point shooter? I he believe is, he is. Oh yes, he is. 46% from three. 46% from three. He's all, oh, dude, 54% from the line. We can improve that. Yeah, you see. Yeah, I never understood that guy. I never, <laughs> oh, the guys that can, that can, I yeah, never yeah, yeah. understood that. Yeah, yeah. You're a great three point shooter and you can't make free throws. I, he's, what? He's almost hitting threes at this, as the same, at, at the same clip as free throws, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, we need to, we could step it up. Everyone can look to Nolan Hickman for free throw shooting tips. Uh, yeah, love Braden, love what he brings. It's just a different look when he comes off to spell EK. It's completely changes what other teams have to do against us. It's great. Um, okay, so we have five guys scoring in double digits. Pretty good. That's classic Gonzaga. Like, if we plug one hole, there's another spring gonna right. a leak gonna spring. You got it. Um, Dusty Stromer. 5.7 points per game, the fifth starter. Your thoughts on Dusty? We need somebody to not, like, if he can, yeah. If, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, like, someone's got to just do the, the glue stuff, and I think he, he's kind of taking on that role. I'm, I think he's just solid right now. So, you know? Yeah, very solid. Um, uh, I think I'm he's... not looking for much more from him right now. He is the he gets the least amount of although that's not true. It's EK. I'm looking at minutes per game for the starters. Um, he comes out of the game relative. He's probably the second guy off the floor. Uh scoring's not totally there. That's fine. I think that'll develop. Um, he's doing his part on the boards, averaging almost five a game. Uh, so you you know, he's pretty much the three. You need that out of the three. I yeah I don't the jury's still out on Dusty I love his name I love <laughs> never mind I was gonna say something even too too far for me um thank you if you if you have Instagram you know what I'm talking about um yeah uh one to one assist to turnover ratio in fact he's averaging one turnover and one assist a game we can improve there but we, we can improve anywhere yeah um. What is Dusty shooting almost 90% from the line? So there we go, Dusty. Helping out the old Zags. 88.9%. So just behind Nolan Hickman. And then there's a big drop off after those two guys. So yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Um again, I like our team. I think we're uh, we're we're coming along. We're growing. Um again, SC is a great test for us. I think we we're going to be just fine this season. Hey, but you got to, did you watch um, Dominic Harris? LMU. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. I knew. Yes. 
You knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen, but we, what were we just talking about? Looters. Exactly. And, and LMU is not a bad team. Like, this is an LMU team that. No, it's going to be a good. I think they have a shot to be in top three, top four. Um, And then finally, Ben Gregg averaging 4.5 points per game. Too many threes for Too, me. You know what he's shooting from deep, Rob? What? He's the second worst on the team. Behind yeah, because Mark. he's shooting so much he's at a high clip. Twenty five percent, dude. Like I need him. To, I need. I love his energy. I love every. I just need him to start getting more stuff around the basket. Yeah, like let's he, play, yeah play yeah. dirty. Let's say let's let's be let's be a big for a few games. Well, well just don't settle for always shooting a a three. You know, I, I don't I know their offense a little bit, but let's get something where it's going at least attack the hoop some more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get yourself in the free throw line that way, and then you can get your three going. He also like <laughs> it it feels like every time he shoots, he's wide open. And so I and I don't know if that's teams like not scouting. No, or, because or the teams, jury's out now. That, that well, that's what I mean. Like or teams are scouting and like, yeah, this guy's going to shoot. Let him shoot. Every time he, yeah, every yeah, yeah, yeah. time he's at the three-point line, like I can tell you, I'm like, oh, that's going up. As soon as it touches his hand, I'm and like, I that's like going up. He, he never shoots a contested three, which I like. No. I, and I, thank God he doesn't, because if he did, I would want him off the floor immediately if he ever shot a contested three. But it's almost like opposing teams are looking at the numbers like, yeah, I, let him shoot it. There's a 75% chance we get the rebound. I, I need, I love his energy. Yeah. I think he is great for a big coming off, but I just need him. Like, I think if he could get us two, three more offensive rebounds, that if you got that, that's six more points right there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so those are a few things to look for in the next couple of games, especially tomorrow night in Vegas against USC. Yeah, like Rob said, our hands are full with a team with three really, really good guards who are going to stick it to our guys. And I, I, I think, I think we'll handle this team. I think we win by double digits. Again, I think it'll be one of those games where it might go back and forth early. I think in the second half, it's going to be clear that we're going to win. But mark my words, we will have like a 13 point lead with 10 minutes to go and we'll win by five. That's just how we do it. That's just what that you're just expecting that. (laughs) That's just how we do it, dude. That's just how you're throwing it out there. Right in the universe. Um, I have so many questions. I want to get caught up on North central basketball. Oh, we got to get our first game tonight. Hell yeah. North central basketball, baby. I'm so proud of these guys let's get can we get you teed up in the first half just to get just to set the tone i don't i maybe no maybe. no Not because no. here's the problem here's the problem <laughs> my team is known to get texts oh you got to turn the culture around you got to turn the culture around correct yeah, correct yeah it starts with you yeah um yeah. uh love you guys rob love you the most of all thank you for dealing with my crazy schedule um go zags what do you have for us Hey, the sun's alone, but it always shines.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.